WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. In recent years, judges have thrown out more than 200 convictions tied to corrupt former Chicago Sergeant Ronald Watts. Watts ran a crew of officers that was accused of stealing money from drug dealers and framing people. He and an underling were eventually sent to prison. But many officers who worked with Watts remain on the force. And new research by Northwestern University sociologist Andrew Papacristos finds police misconduct is usually committed by groups of officers, not individuals. And this insight could help identify bad Cops. WBEZ's Chip Mitchell talked with Papa Christos to find out more. Papa Christos used police data on three crews of known corrupt cops. He looked for traits that the crews shared. He then used algorithms and machine learning to look for other groups of Chicago officers over five decades who shared those traits, likely indicators of police misconduct. We took three known cases that have been vetted by the court system to help train a machine to go into these networks of 30,000 officers and look for patterns of behavior that were similar to these known cases. In a way, it's like a canary in a data coal mine, right? You send this machine out to look through these big, massive networks to spot and potentially detect things that look like what we know occurred. And the result was we found about 160 crews, about 1,000 officers that were involved in these level of misconduct and coordination of activity. Again, these are the kind of worst of the worst, cops coming together to do these sorts of behavior. And this represents about 4% of the police department or officers that served during this time, but they had an outsized impact. They were responsible for over 25% of use of force, complaints, city payouts, and a disproportionate number of arrests of black and Latino Chicagoans. How many of these crews are active today? The short answer is a bunch of them. Uh, but, but what we mean by that is that the officers, a lot of the officers are still active uh, and in theory, there are all sorts of things you could do to break these crews up. As soon as you start seeing bad behavior, you can say that, you know, Chip and Andy can't work together anymore. And you could you could put them on different shifts, put them in different districts, different assignments. Um, so there are things within a formal organization like policing that you could do to dissipate these things. You know, conversely, informal rules can keep them together, you know, letting you partner together all the time, even though you don't you're not required to, you know, looking the other way, which is the biggest uh, you know, one of the biggest things we need to keep in mind here is that there are so many of these crews. And even when we look at the Watts case, for example, hundreds of other cops knew about them. This was not that secret. So Sergeant Watts and Akhleet Muhammad went to federal prison because they robbed an FBI drug courier, someone that was undercover. They didn't go to prison because of the complaints from civilians or their coworkers who also tried to raise concerns. They went to prison because they robbed an FBI undercover agent. And now, you know, 212 cases have been vacated because of their behavior. Um, but still, the other members of those crews, the last time we looked into it, most of them were on desk duty and still catching a paycheck. So the paper names three well-documented crews that you use to calibrate your detection of the other crews. You don't name any others among those 160 potential crews. Is there a plan to name them publicly? So, you know, as a scientist, that was not my... Goal. Uh, you know, I will gladly talk with the city. I will gladly talk with the Cook County State's attorney, but I don't name them because this is, I'm a scientist. I'm not a court of law. 
and these should be a point of detection, a warning. This, these are not uh, evidence. And so it would require someone doing those sorts of investigations. But the information from this sort of thing could be used in a warning system very easily. It's in this journal. You could use it. It could be wrapped into these things. We want people to explore it, to prod it, to see if they can improve on it. But at a minimum, it raises a red flag. Northwestern University's Andrew Papachristos talking with WBEZ's Chip Mitchell about identifying groups of police officers engaged in misconduct. You're listening to WBEZ. 